guten Abend, lads and lasses, and welcome back to the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. Tonight, we finally have a St. Louis City game to preview as the MOS season kicks off on Saturday with the team's inaugural matchup against Austin FC. How will the brand new team fare against a Western Conference powerhouse? We'll cover that ahead. Also, we'll touch on every new MLS jersey, from the good, the bad, to the positively Vancouver. It's a lot to cover, and we cannot wait to finally talk about games for this new team. So let's get started, and let's kick off. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. It is Thursday, Wednesday, just kidding, February 22nd, my mother's birthday for those who are interested. And we are here for the first time. We've been waiting three years to say this. It's not game day, but it is game week. The MLS season kicks off on Saturday, or at least the St. Is there an early game or is it all Saturday? It's all Saturday, right? It's all Saturday. Good. I oh, yeah. Want that. I wanted to. I knew Apple I TV would have it. No done. other way. That's right. And uh, St. Louis City FC's or FC's season kicks off. Their inaugural season kicks off Saturday night against Austin FC. We are going to dive into that game in a minute. But before we dive deep into that game, we're going to dive deep into the entire Western Conference. And to do that, I am joined by two wonderful gentlemen in the state of Missouri, I think. Justin, you're currently in the state of Missouri, yeah, I'm, right? I'm in, I'm in it. Kansas City, though, so not really in the state of Missouri. I've you're seen a lot sporting. of Missouri this week, so it's well, been that's repping fair. us hard. That's right. I flew, I was in Missouri this week for part Man. of it, technically. If you count the part, if you start your week on Monday, then I was there for five and a half hours. But if you count <laughs> Sunday, then I was there for much longer. And uh, we are also joined by Ian as well. Ian, how are you? I'm a state old champion. I know all about the western half of right. the U.S. Oh, nice. North, nice. North Dakota was a tough we one. Love we love it. We oh, love it. Oh, it was hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't like. I don't like when they throw Nebraska at me. I'm yeah, like, that's, ooh, that's, ooh. Ooh. too many squares. Ian, have <laughs> have you recovered from being the poor sap that had to drive me to the airport at 4 a.m. on Monday morning? I have. I myself am experiencing jet lag. Good. I would think you would. Uh, it was it was wonderful. Thank you for doing that. Uh, thank you for you know being on this podcast as well. We've three years we've been doing this while this team built slowly over time. After their announcement, we jumped right into the ring, and you know we were prepared for a two year wait, and then uh, Mother Nature threw COVID at us and gave us a three year wait. But it's been worth it. We're finally here. We finally get to see a possibly slightly above mediocre team take the field Saturday night. I could Love not it. be more excited. I'm going to force my German coworkers to sit through the game with me <laughs> at 8.30 p.m. on Saturday, and uh, I can't wait. So why don't we go ahead and dive in and talk about the Western Conference in um, Major League Soccer, because it is a conference that I would say is extraordinarily top-heavy. Mm-hmm. Um there are a couple of extremely good teams, a fair number of 
okay teams and some pretty bad teams. And I'm just hoping that we climb out of the pretty bad and into the okay category. That's the dream. That That's is the dream. the dream. Just just don't be Cincinnati, baby. Just don't be Cincinnati. <laughs> but I was looking, because like, not to put the cart before the horse, but obviously a lot of the predictions are out there. They have St. Louis either as the 14th or 13th place team. But like, I think it's very easy to go from 14th to like ninth in this conference. If we're, oh, if yeah. we're shooting for the stars, baby. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Justin, you know, the Western Conference alphabetically starts with Austin FC. So we should probably start there. Uh, does it not? It does start with Austin FC. It does start. Opinion. I included them in our uh, game preview. So our, nice. gotcha. we're a little bit up um, in the air here. Austin uh, finished last season, I believe, in second place. Is that right? Second in place the in the West behind the uh, strong play of Sebastian Drusi, who are they They are very reliant of. Uh, yes. And like a good little, let's say like blueprint for how, you know, City should like to kind of spend their summer. Because for those of you that don't know, Austin brought in Drusi in the summer of their inaugural season. And they went from pretty bad to like pushing for the playoffs. And then last year, of course, they came in second and uh, made a big deal about how no one picked them to do so. So. Good That's stuff. right. Ian is trying to quietly eat while I'm mute right now. Ian, what are you eating? Ian, tell us. Yogurt and granola. It's very okay. good. Hey, right. I already have my yogurt. Justin, you got to get some yogurt now. You gotta yogurt, down baby. The yogurt boy. Did you know that yogurt is just yogurt? It's just in a tube. That's the only difference. It tastes so much better when it comes out of That's a tube. That's true. Everything tastes better out of a tube. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, Austin's going to be another good team. Another team is going to be a good team again this year. I don't know what I was trying to say initially. Um, they had a friend of the podcast, Giassi's artist, uh, mm -hmm. over the off season. They have one of the better goalkeepers in MOS. They should be and remain a top four team in the West. They are our opponent in our first away game. It's a home stadium that has a great atmosphere. Um, we will talk more about the game in general in a little while, but uh, any other takes on Austin FC and also then let's just tear apart this new kit that they're giving us this year. Cause it's a disaster. Yeah, um, I guess, you know, to start off, fuck Anthony Precourt, but outside of that, yeah, I think we, we hit all the talking points there. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, Ian, <laughs> as a, as a, you know, Incoming MLS fan, what's your vibe on Austin FC? This, uh, this kid is something. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I like their crest. I've always liked their little tree crest thing, so that's cool. I like the color green, so that's the color, great. The color green is good. What do we think about the abomination of a jersey that they created for themselves? What's happening? It'd be cool if it. all those lines lined up, but I get that the whole yeah. point is that they don't, and they do a, <laughs> They don't line up in a lot of places, which makes I get it that worse. it's the point, but the point <laughs> is not good. Mm. <laughs> mm, yeah, I hate it. I deeply hate it. And then on the back, it's just green. There's no no more lines. This oh, looks no. like who's that team? Who's the vegan English League Two team? Oh, Forest Green. Forest Green. This looks like a Forest Green knockoff, but it's not as good as any of their knockoffs um, or any of their kits, you know? Yeah, those are a little bit wonky. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess they're at risk of being called boring if they just go with their, like, typical 
all stripe look that they had last year, but I thought that the other home jersey was good. Like I know it's kind of Atlanta just in green, but I think that's kind of classic. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's bad. I think it's obviously unappealing to yeah, look at. Yeah, Jossie Zardes has to wear that kit. It's wild all... to me. I mean, this is just like, who thought it looks good? Especially the little bars on the bottom left of it and the shoulder. And uh, Anyway, uh, moving on to Colorado <laughs> Rapids. Um, Rapid man. They... <laughs> mm. That's right. Rapid man is the best part about this club, undoubtedly. They finished 10th in the West last year uh, as Ian's dogs lose their shit. They are not Colorado Rapids. They, they do not like whatsoever. Um, they did not qualify for the MOS Cup playoffs. If it were this season, they would almost qualify for the MOS Cup playoffs in 10th place, but not quite. Uh, head coach Robin Frazier, they play, by the way, at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Mm. So that's got to be a curse. Um, talk about what this team did over the summer, Justin, and what we can expect from this team going forward. Yeah, so obviously they lose Jesse Zardes, but they made a lot of depth pickups. So it's Andreas Masco, uh, Kevin Cabral, and Connor Ronan, who are all kind of going to be nice depth pieces, although Cabral does have a designated player tag. So like it's a, it's an interesting lineup. It's one I'm not necessarily in love with, but Robin Frazier is a very good coach, and I think he can get a lot out of an undervalued roster. So like I don't love it, but I think they'll be fine. Like I think they're in that like lower lower tier of Western Conference pushing on the playoffs kind of team. Ian, what's your vibe check on Colorado Rapids and Rapid Man? I need I need more rapid man. I feel like I, does he still exist? He still exists, right? I believe so. I hope okay. so. If not, he must. He must. He has to. We need something. We need a rival mascot. For I think they brought him back owl. last year or like yeah. sometime recently. If he doesn't um, exist, then why does this team exist? That's my question. <laughs> Colorado just doesn't feel like a soccer city to me. I don't know. Too many mountains, not enough flat spaces for, you know, soccer fields and whatnot. <laughs> I think it's this team. This team in particular is what you get that vibe from. Because I think, like, Denver as a whole has a lot of soccer talent, but uh, the Rapids are just not it. I like this when is, you type... of course, the section where we shit on all the Western Conference teams, just so everybody knows. <laughs> I like when you type Rapid Man into Google Images, how quickly it turns into just images of Quick Man from Mega Man 2. <laughs> Which, you know, Quickman is baller and his stage is incredibly difficult. So that's, I guess, speaks kindly of Rapid Man, but it's not <laughs> the same person. Uh, yeah, so moving on from Colorado, we have SC Dallas next. They are a team that were, had a meteoric rise, one might say, last season, all the way uh, finished fourth in the West last season. Um, they, you know are a texas team so they're terrible and we hate them they're new jersey oh wait you know what we didn't do colorado's jersey we'll do that after this we'll do them both together um because we got to talk about this fc dallas jersey uh they uh added giovanni jesus this summer they added sebastian i'm not even going to try ibiaga sebastian ibiaga i can do it see and uh, jose mulatto as well and um 
it's some cool additions, but not probably enough to put them in that LAFC mm. uh, Austin FC conversation, I would say. Yeah, I think they're still a very good team. They like restructured, like strengthened, I would say, their, their roster, but they haven't brought in any world beaters that would take them to that next level, like unless Jesus Ferreira takes another step. Mm-hmm. yeah and i like packs and pomacall too you're always waiting on pomacall to take that next step in his development yeah jesus ferrer is a huge part of this team um for as much crap as he took at the national team level he was absolutely indispensable for um dallas last year and he will need to continue to be if they uh expect to go forward and have a lot of success uh, they're, you know, generally ranked in that kind of six to eight fourth range in by most of the experts here. Um, occasionally drop down as far as eighth, considered Ooh. a playoff team across the board. But um, yeah, I mean, FC Dallas as a team, just vibe check wise, doesn't do a lot for me, never has. I don't know. Dallas teams always manage to be so boring. Um, but uh, I think they'll be good. I mean, they'll be good, but not probably challenging for MLS Cup or anything. Yeah. Ian, where's your vibe check on FC Dallas? Was this the team whose development team? Yes. SDLC yes. played? All right. I remember this. They have a great development system. Well, see, that's bodes well for them. Maybe not this year, but in the future. Yeah, they always uh, got guys down there. Sometimes they sell them. Sometimes they don't. Texas, Texas, unlike uh, Colorado, I feel like, a soccer state, a soccer area. Um, Texas is an everything area. There's too many of those people. I know that's right. There's so many. <laughs> they got, there's, they got there's big open spaces and billions of people. And state they just just athletes. bursting with athletes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, let's talk about FC Dallas. Oh, I'm Jersey. dying to talk about this kit. Can let's we? Go. I've been dying to talk about this all day with you. It <laughs> is Justin. Your take first. It's I good. Want I like wow. it from like okay. a, so if you know that this used to be the Dallas burn, right? They had that little uh, Mustang, uh, they had the burn flames all over it. I like it from that. It's like a way to be retro while still having like a not completely disgusting kit, I would say. Ian's dogs jumped in just at the wrong time because I really need to get his take on this kit. He's nodding his head. He's licking his lips. Um, he's scratching his chin. I, he's humming. I love that this horse breathes fire. Uh, that's pretty dope. I want to check that out. It's probably not good. Um, but these yeah. kits are awesome. Like, I love the flames on it. I love that they're like, what are these? Like champagne colored almost. Uh, I don't know. That's They do it for me. They're just complicated enough. <laughs> I like that evaluation analysis. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm not as hot on them as you guys, but maybe they'll grow on me. I need you wanted you wanted to come in here firing. I could tell. No, I I understand <laughs> myself. Just thinking I of fire think, puns. <laughs> I mean, the FC burn tie-in is cool. The fire breathing horse is cool, if nonsensical. I. Uh, I'm not sold. I guess I'm not sold on the color of the flames as much mm, as, but maybe. I see that. But I also feel like more might have been worse. Like if they were actually red, that could have been even even worse. So yeah, it's always that line between like it would have to then go all out in terms of like the red and yellow. I think this is one where I definitely, if I see it in action, it could look really cool or it could look um, kind of blah. But uh, we'll see. I'm 
I'm cautiously optimistic. Hmm. Colorado's jersey, a lot going on here, a lot of shapes, a lot of a lot of uh angles, you might say. Uh I I can't quite decide. I feel like they did a little too much here on this one. It looks okay. I like it overall, but it's like it's just shapes, you know? Hmm. I don't know. How do you like complicated you shapes though? One? You can pick this one up at Dan Flashes. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. this is a damn flashes shirt for sure. <laughs> you you go to a soccer jersey store and you see 50 guys that look just <laughs> like me fighting over complicated kits, you go in. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh what are your thoughts on this one? Tell me. Disagree with me. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I I have a similar I I just don't get it. It's just not, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't. Also, um, I don't like, I mean, Colorado has great colors and they're like hardly visible in here. So. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's my like qualm is what is this trying to be? I kind of like that it's like, what a is it you do? Figure out what you do. Figure out what you do. What did you uh, say? I need uh, to read the description of this real quick. Maybe yeah. You like, you like, I that like it that it's like, like a diamond. Yeah. I like that it's like diamondy and they have this weird like, heart diamond on the jersey in like the bottom e- left i don't ian know what that's like, for ian will like anything oh. that has even okay i take back to rihanna so i take back uh <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> take back shitting on the jersey because it's in support of mental health awareness and issues well, wow look at wow oh, everyone uh, <laughs> wow well 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 i mental health mental mentally healthy people who need mental care mm. can also have good taste and this jersey does not so you know <laughs> i i like to think of it as like you know it's a the diamond version of this jersey and there's probably like a pearl version and then, Ooh, you know then right. you got black and white you got x and y we, we're just gonna it, lab, label all the pokemon sh- games shining now. shining pearl and ultra diamond yeah well, that's right i it's it is doing a lot but I don't know. It works for me. Maybe take out some of the yellow. If you take out the yellow, actually, I love this. That's fair. I'll, I'm, I can get down with that. Uh, let's move on to a team whose uh, jersey makes me feel emotions that are strong and warm, but whose head coach does not. It's the Houston Dynamo. Justin, before we dive into the jersey, Tell us your thoughts on Ben Olsen and the Houston Dynamo. Ben Olsen does not spark joy to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a okay roster with a probably bad head coach that they brought in for some reason. I don't know. I'm not a big Ben Olsen fan after watching what happened in D.C. I don't know why you give him a second chance, but uh, I do like Coco Cascarillo. Rhea, I don't know. I just completely butchered that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, I like him as a creative midfielder and like potentially you could run everything through him and have an okay time, but they're just not nearly enough there in that roster. Is this the same Ben Olsen that is featured in backyard soccer? The game? I want to say yes. Played for DC. DC United. Yeah. Same guy. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. That's I'm in. All I'm over. all over. That was ben like the, that was the peak of his career. That was being a backyard soccer. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> that's where my knowledge starts, and this and is where my ends. knowledge has gotten me. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot right. he was a backyard soccer. Uh, Never mind. I'm just changing my opinion on Ben Olsen. Let him coach forever. <laughs> Houston did lose uh, the best assistant captain in Major League Soccer, Tim Parker, this that's summer. Right. So yes, um, major blow. He, 
Yeah, that's going to take them down a peg. Most Tim Parker going have... from team predicted to finish 13th to team predicted to finish 14th in the league, so I'm sure he loves that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Franco Escobar did join the team, though, and his name is awesome. So, you know, it's a mixed bag. Most people have them finishing outside the playoff picture. Everyone, I think, has them finishing outside the playoff picture. The highest ranking is 10th. Um, but you never know what changes could happen midseason. Now let's talk about the jersey about what to which I have a borderline sexual attraction. I love it. It is. I love this color. <laughs> I love bold color choices and just sticking to them. Mm. Um, the kind of heat radiant effect. I think they could have. I probably would have liked it more if they'd just done that on the whole jersey rather than in these little like hexagon things. But even so love it it's so good etc any thoughts on this disagree like, with me tell me i always you. like the orange why do you hate all the jerseys i like oh my god no. <laughs> settled on a good color of orange like this kit and the uh houston dash kit are both like just gorgeous yeah yeah I agree. um i like them i think the fact that it's on a orange background is doing it a disservice to me because it's hurting my eyes but that's true I the mean, jersey true. itself is pretty nice that wasn't a great choice. I'm. I want to buy one. That's that's on Major League Soccer Soccer That's not on Houston. <laughs> that's true. Fix your site, Don Garber. <laughs> Fix your site, Major League Soccer Soccer uh, Let's talk about LA Galaxy. Your thoughts. You put it pretty bluntly here, Justin. So why don't you go ahead and dive into it? Yeah. Well, we've been talking about bad teams recently, so. <laughs> uh, I think the Galaxy are a good team. I think they have issues with their depth that like could be what derails them. Um, but I think like despite losing Julian Araujo to Barcelona, they can get a full season out of Ricky Puig if he doesn't leave in the summer. Like he's probably the most creative number ten in the league. He's so good, and as long as Chicharito can stay healthy and be informed, like that's a really really solid team but their depth is an issue like as far as picking them to win the league necessarily but like yeah i think they'll take that step towards being like an actual contender yeah i agree uh vibe check ian la galaxy, LA galaxy go a ahead. storied team because of backyard soccer because they That's existed right. in that game like uh, uh ian's MLS knowledge is solely to like the six teams that were available. To yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> the, uh, the Colorado Rapids, Chicago Fire, DC United, Kansas City Wizards, Columbus Crew, Metro Stars, LA Galaxy, Dallas Burn, Miami Fusion, San Jose Earthquakes, Tampa Bay Mutiny, and New England Revolution. Poor one out and for Miami and Tampa, huh? I know. Kobe Jones, also classic. That is where my love for Kobe Jones comes in, yes. Um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be a good team this year. The predictions for them are uh, mostly positive. Let's see how they look. Yeah, overall. I think they had a good offseason, too. They're a little bit across the board, though. I mean, they range as hard as high as Tim Bogert putting them first in the West and Daniel Slayton putting them eighth in the West. So there's a, a good amount of range, but everybody has them in the playoff picture. Greg Vanny's there. You know, they could always make a big move in the summer window as well. So yeah. um, I expect them to be good. Chich Chicharito is great. Uh, and um, they've just got some phenomenal talent on that roster. So um, 
you know, you can't complain too much about them. What would you say about their LA jersey? Because I saw some reviews that put this very highly, and I'm curious on y'all's thoughts. I think it's okay. I guess I didn't realize that the LA flag looked like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nor did I. I think it's kind of boring. Like, yeah. you have colors at the colors, but outside of that, it's just green with like the red stripe at the back. Like, the, I don't the know. Flag is zigzaggy. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's get into this. Welcome, welcome to Flag Talk. This is the portion of the podcast that you hear every week where we talk about flags. Uh, Today we are talking about the LA Galaxy flag, or not the LA Galaxy, but the LA flag. Uh, Which, if I could just pop that into the chat here, and uh, give me your thoughts. So we have we have a green, yellow, and red tricolor with some diagonal squigglies and then a crest in the middle. Thoughts? This is going to tie it's, into the kit as well. Not, it's the not diagonal great. squigglies are <laughs> unnecessary. This is unnecessary. Is this supposed to, to give do... me a Latin vibe? Is I think it's supposed for? to be like here are the different cultures we have. The squigglies here, mean here that it's underneath the other ones. Trying to trying to find meaning here, but if you're going to do all that, don't put the crest in the middle. Also, this is just doing way too much, guys. Yeah, I like it on the jersey. I like how it's incorporated in the jersey, but like that being the actual flag itself is like a no no. Mm-hmm. So, way to salvage a shitty flag. The three colors galaxy. on the flag. <laughs> the three colors on the flag represent olive trees, orange groves, and vineyards. They also symbolize the history of the city, with gold and red representing Spain. The country who first colonized the city in green and red representing Mexico, who took over where New Spain, when New Spain achieved independence. The city seal is shown in the center of the flag, surrounding the shield are representations of three major California crops, grapes, olives, and oranges. The seal too contains much, guys. A, too <laughs> seal contains a heraldic shield quartered, showing an approximation of the shield shown on the great seal of the United States. An approximation of the flag of California, an approximation of the coat of arms of Mexico, and a tower and a lion of the kingdom of Castile and the kingdom of Leon, representing the arms of Spain. So there you go. It's a lot. You're doing too much. You're hmm. doing too much. Doing too much. You could have just had green, red, and yellow, and it would have been fine. The kit better than the flag. They didn't try to do that. Uh, That's right. All over. I, I think I it's... saw. <laughs> I saw the kit ranked as number one. Oh no! Absolutely not. Jersey and absolutely not. It's a fine that's, kit. That's it is not the best. A, that's it's just such a coastal elite. If I may yeah. say coastal elite for the first of what I assume are many times on this <laughs> podcast, it's such a coastal elite way to think. You know what I'm saying? You're going to rank that number one before we even talk about Minnesota? Like that is just that's right. gross. Well, I mean, they had already talked about Minnesota because they were counting down to number one. But yes, I mean, broadly speaking. Even worse. That's right. Um, the... LAFC was the best team in Major League Soccer by a a country mile last year, Um, and uh, many think will continue to be. They were first in the West. They were MLS Cup champions. They were very, very good. They have lost the great Gareth Bale to a career in pro-am golfing. Um, (laughs) To a career injury of golf. (laughs) They they lost uh, Christian Arano to... um, uh league amx and Pachuca. Yes. pachuca they also lost latif wessing who was an nf in 
I can't speak. There's not an N in LAFC, so I don't know why I said that. He was an LAFC original from their uh, mm. draft in 2018. They brought in Aaron Long. They brought in Stipe Biuk, and they brought in Timothy Tillman. They're still going to be very good. They could potentially make one bigger move to kind of replace that uh, that um, profile of Gareth Bale, even though Bale wasn't a um, hugely important player think, on the team. You know, not expecting them to make their move in the summer in some way is foolish. Yeah. yeah. And they also have a pretty big question mark at the number nine spot, which I've heard pretty important spot on the soccer pitch. Mm-hmm. So um, seems like they'll answer that question, but they're good enough to try to water until they do. Um, what do you think? How do you think they finish this year, Justin? Yeah, I think like not as strong of a team from like a depth standpoint. Like that's what made them so good last year is that their depth was very good along with just having a good starting 11. I think it's, still going to be the top team in the West. I worry about Aaron Long in that system, but I don't know. Aaron Long is an interesting player in terms of like what to make of him. I just don't think that he fits that system very well. Uh, So I think they maybe take a small step back like in that aspect, but still finish first in the league, just not be quite as dominant as they were last year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Ian, between LAFC and LA Galaxy, who's your favorite? LA Galaxy. Pick, it's got to be. Pick correctly. Wow. Oh, gee. So wrong. God, I'm sorry. Sure. That's because LAFC wasn't in backyard soccer. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> Who could have predicted reason. they'd get another team? <laughs> such a large no, city. Such, if I'm basing this off city. of kits released this season. Mm. Oh, fucking terrible. I'm this sorry. Is this, is, this is literally the color of barf. Yeah. Are you were you about to say good? I would say you... better than the galaxy. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can even agree with they that. They used to They're have black. like black and gold. Yes. They have yeah, so this like... is their away kit. So it's like the lighter colored. Oh, okay. I mean, Are they black not... and gold at home? It's so yeah. it's definitely better when it's not on the barf olive green background. I will give it that. If you Ian, if you click buy the 2023 jersey below the picture and look mm-hmm. at it on its own it definitely looks better i still feel like there could be a little i don't know like the the shade they chose is not it for me the rest of it could be fine but the shade of color they chose i don't just, like this trend in mls kits where the pattern the doesn't continue trend? well that but oh, the pattern the not yeah. continuing to the back always yeah, 100 percent and I know, yeah. like, you have to have a blank space there for the number and the nameplate, but it just always bothers me. Why does it have to be blank, though? Couldn't it just stand out? Yeah, that's my thought. Like, if you look at, <laughs> I mean, like, the Bundesliga does that thing where they, like, swoop down so they have the uh-huh. blank space. But, like, plenty of teams <sighs> don't have a blank space in the back of their kit. Whatever. Yeah. I'm in a minority uh, there, I know. That's all right. Let's get back to, <laughs> let's get back to uh, not footballing Nirvana, but uh, Jersey release Nirvana mm-hmm. in Minnesota United SC. This is a team that is not good and does not have any players. Last in our power rankings, number one in our That's right. rankings, though. That's, so it averages out. <laughs> they do not have any players who I would even want on a jersey, but I would like to buy this jersey. <laughs> one um, blank jersey, please. Minnesota's big problem is that Reynoso is not probably going to play this season. He's one of maybe even the best um, creator in major league soccer, Mm. and he's not available for reasons. 
um, that are still fairly vague, I, I believe, but legal trouble in, in Argentina. Yeah, um, I believe, now speculation here, but I believe he got in trouble for brandishing a gun at a minor, I believe is what the... Uh... Now this is Argentina, so is that minor with an O or an E? Because either one <laughs> could be bad, but... I'm not sure, yeah, I, I don't know the, the legalities there. So. That's not great, Reno, so... Um, he uh, was uh, he's a phenomenal player though, and they're going to miss him and not more than miss him. They're going to be uh, unable to replace him and be bad because he's not there. Yeah, I think it's just hard when you miss your like creative driving force before the start mm-hmm. of the season, and you can't really plan around that. Like, yeah, I mean, this is like a quarterback. You know, yeah, this is like they have Joe players didn't show I up like right like Robin Laud. I think is good, but there's a player like, I could put on a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I won't, but I could. And Maria has his moments. <laughs> Frangipane has his moments, but yeah, like Ray knows that was the Frangipan. Mm-hmm. Mary Berry entered the chat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that being said, let's talk about this kit. Can we? Can we oh talk about god. this kit? Oh my god, it's so good! Can it's so good! It's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good! It's stupid. I I don't even have words for. It. I mean, it looks so good. Now, know. do we dock points for the fact that you can't actually see the Northern Lights from Minnesota? Yes, you can. Apparently, apparently, you don't have to travel to Arctic Circle to see Northern Lights, also known as the Aurora Borealis. Thanks to our northern location of vast dark skies, we in Cook County, Minnesota, are lucky enough to see them often. Okay, okay, okay. Cook County, Listen, it's a stretch because Minnesota, <laughs> Minneapolis-St. Paul. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ian is all the way down to the south. Oh yeah, southeast, southeast corner. Yeah. Oh, so, Cook County Cook, is like Cook County is touching Canada. Yeah, exactly. So that's a, a that's a Thunder Bay, a Ontario stretch. suburb. Cook County. I can throw a football <laughs> to Thunder Bay. <laughs> um, Robert Bortuzzo so, has seen the Northern Lights. Yeah, that's true. Good for him. Uh, it's closer to Minnesota than Minneapolis is. With his history of undoubted concussions, he probably sees them when he closes his eyes. <laughs> oh, <but> oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> too, dark, too dark. I wouldn't be um, <laughs> But I got Ian. What's up? <laughs> While we're on like Minnesota <laughs> geography, what's with this little like inlet up in like the northernmost Minnesota that's actually Canada? Do you guys you know what I'm talking about? Oh, this tiny little notch yeah. next to Crane Lake. What's the word there? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, I, there's too many lakes up there. That's more water than it is like land at a certain point. And I'm kind of like, I think you're just in like moss territory. I don't know if this is land anymore, folks. Angle Township. The Angle Inlet. Oh, anyway, What's we don't need to take up the, that anymore. No, I thought there was something was fought over. What's the deal with Minnesota's notch? <laughs> The story behind, yes, okay. Oh, okay, I've come across something. Minnesota Post. (laughs) Minnesota's northwest angle in Lake of the Woods is farther north than any other part of the contiguous U.S. Logically, it would seem that this area of about 123 Mm -hmm. square miles should be in Canada. But this oddest feature of the entire U.S.-Canada boundary was the proper result of American treaties negotiated with Great Britain. The first step was in 1783 Treaty of Paris. Great Britain mm-hmm. agreed to a U.S.-Canada boundary from the Atlantic Ocean to the Mississippi River. West of Lake Superior, the line was to run by middle of the lake and stream to the northwesternmost part of the Lake of the Woods. From that terminus, the specified boundary was a due west line to the Mississippi River. Although they didn't realize that the American and British diplomats had agreed upon a geographic 
impossibility. They accepted map maker John Mitchell's description of an egg <laughs> shaped lake of the woods Jesus. that had an obvious northwesternmost point. They also obvious. believed Mitchell's claim that a line drawn due west from there would intersect the Mississippi. In 1798, David Thompson proved that the northernmost source of the Mississippi was south of Lake of the Woods. This discovery confirmed the existence of a northwest boundary gap. U.S. obtained an unspecified area west of the Mississippi, yada, 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 1807. There were negotiations. <laughs> the existence of the Northwest Angle was confirmed by a joint American-British Surveying Commission, which complied, compiled the first detailed map of the Lake of the Woods in 1824. David Thompson was back at it again. The chief British surveyor identified the lake's four possible northwesternmost points. This is way Why so did they let him do it again? He already got it wrong. In the West, <laughs> in the Webster Ashburton Treaty of 1842, they agreed on the boundaries that shaped the Northwest Angle. There were commissions from 1872 to 1875. Surveyors did their business. Um, the U.S. governors, the U.S. government rejected offers to buy the angle from Canada. The Americans realized that it did not have great economic oh, value. But yeah, that's going to put us way too close to Winnipeg, I think. They persisted <laughs> in rejecting anything uh, that... Hold on, I lost where I was on the page. The US, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> uh, they persisted in rejecting any offer uh, because of reasons. My computer's flipping out because it doesn't want to connect to my monitor anymore. It says no more. It's saying like, right. folks, we are getting way too close for no, 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 no. To people, annexing Winnipeg. People, people want this. That's right. They were persisted in rejecting anything that would change the treaty under which they gained their independence. In 1912, another commission surveyed monument to the waterline boundary from, northern, from the northwestern moat point. Uh, and since 1925, a joint U.S.-Canada Boundary Commission has maintained the boundary. <laughs> we've lost, we've lost who, all of our listeners. Who gets to be among, on a, that. among other things? Stephen <laughs> said, "Not enough." The commission assures that the boundary is easily identified by appropriate monuments. I okay. love, I love that. That is the most American thing ever, though. To be like, we can't give you this notch of completely meaningless land <laughs> because. That would fuck with the Treaty of Paris, and that's where America started. So can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Warroad, Minnesota is on that lake. There we go. And then the northern Canada part or on the bottom of it? No, the on bottom the way of Minnesota. To well, the no northern part is north of the but the northern part is in the notch. So it's America. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not done with this. We're not done. <laughs> I tell you when we're done. Okay, we're done. Uh, but the point is, if you're in that notch, you can see the Northern Lights. And so this jersey slaps. And it also is one of the few on which the back of the jersey whiteness is acceptable because it yes. looks fine. And you know so what? The, so the, this jersey is The valid. change between the colors on here are little squares. They're little notches. Do you That's think? That's true. I, if they I was writing one of those representations, oh, they're things. talking about the notches. Yeah, you know this the notches. Not, this notch, uh, this notch represents the notch. notch. <laughs> <laughs> the Northwest Angle, baby, the notch. And then they have all those words on the back. That's right. Uh, not a good team this year, but good. Um, good where it matters, I would say. Good hit. Yes, exactly. Portland F's, Portland Timbers talking about another good kit. I'm in love with this one as well. Oh, Spoiler oh God. So good. 
we are talking about a team that required a Brazilian attacking midfielder, Evander, from a club record transfer transfer fee of one of those uh, country, one of those Dutch teams that I dare not even try to pronounce. Um, he was yeah, the no. Europa League's <laughs> assist leader, which means nothing. Give it, give it a shot, Justin. Go ahead. I see uh, Midland, Vigiland. Oh fuck. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah no, move on. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I know that wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, he tallied on, 50 goals on, and 58 assists in 167 appearances with the, excuse me, Danish club. I'm sure the Dutch and the Danes are disgusted by being confused with one another, but I assume mm. they're basically the same. Um, that's their big move over the summer. Uh, they were probably... Which is a big not... move. I do believe that Evander is going to be a yeah, very, good, very player. good They were eight in the West last year. Obviously, that's below their standard of Mm. excellence. Uh, They are hoping to be better than that this year. Most people think they will be a lot of five, six, fourth range on there. Some sevens, um, a couple eights and below. But what are your thoughts on Portland, Justin? Yeah, I think that they'll, like, I guess I'm still in like a wait and see, kind of with Seattle too, like was last year, a flash in the pan as far as them being like a worse team or can they like right the ship? Um, and I think like, I think the vibes are kind of off a little bit with like the Mary Paulson ownership situation too. So I don't know, like I'm a little bit down on them, but more for like off the field issues than like actual, the talent that they brought in. Cause I like Evander a lot as a player. And I think if anyone is going to help them, it's going to be like a creative attacking midfielder like that. Yeah, I mean, he should be really good. Uh, Justin, what are your, Justin, excuse me, Ian, what are your first thoughts uh, when I say the name of Ander? Uh, Ander Kane. Thank you. That's what I assumed. What's your vibe <laughs> check on Portland overall? Uh, I mean, this feels like one of those teams that's always good, at very least good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if if I had to pick a team to follow and and root for, I'd choose this team if we didn't have one because they're like the St. Louis of the West Coast. In what ways? I don't know. They're smaller than all the other cities around. Them. That's right. Uh, that's right. that's about that it. Counts. And you don't have to explain yourself at that's all. Right. Do the, does the little star above their crest indicate like the one time they won MLS yeah, Cup? Yes, that's yes. MLS Cup. That's true. Like, okay, that's everybody. dope. Everybody I love that. has those. I do like this plaid Good game. Job, this is nice. haven't been paying attention. Um, they do that with the world cup as well. Yes. I knew that. And if somebody has a gold star, it means that they've won 10. World cups. Well, I'm like just in general, usually the gold star is 10. I don't think anyone MLS won 10 yet. I was going to say that. I don't believe so. I don't believe that's mathematically Uh, possible. (laughs) This, this, this kit absolutely fucks by the way. Oh yeah. Very clear on that. So good. Portland undefeated on the kit. Um, but oh my god, I want this one. I may this one I might actually get. This one's so good. Justin, it looks like you disagree. No, I'm sorry, I was trying to see. <laughs> I mean damn it, I want controversy. I'm so excited. I like it. I don't know if I'd buy it. I think that's the that's where I'm at. Oh, you said you're stupid for spending your money. <laughs> you, just, you disgust me. I'm spending Justin's money. I'm it's the same. Money. I think this is like an Adidas issue. I can I can use the podcast. But why is this the, not this, on right? the back of the kit? Adidas, I know, right? call me, call me, please. I need to talk to you about this. Why is what not on the back? Why oh, is pad? why does the yeah, plaid not carry sure. over? It's like, yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's, it's telling so dumb. that it's telling that all of these 
show only the front of the cake. No, 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 no. Yeah, they did that the moved on. <laughs> There's nothing on the back there that you need to see. Um, Justin, give us your thoughts on Real Salt Lake. I mean, Real Salt Lake, they're, they're a team. Uh, All right. And their, <laughs> and their jersey is a jersey. So moving on to San Jose. Yeah, I mean, like, I wish Honestly, I'd... is there more to say about Real Salt Lake? Their Not jersey? really. They'll be fine. I wish I'd write, up, write off Real Salt Lake, but they always seem to, like, quietly be decent, and I think that's probably where they are. Again, like a fringe... Well, I guess now with the new playoff format, they're probably comfortably a playoff team, but uh additions of andre gomez and brian vera helped sure up their fullback situation but those are the only moves they made this offseason like yeah. they'll be fine they'll be a fine team their team is mid and their jersey is mid i mean the jersey's mm. fine it's clean it's simple but it's and the colors are nice but it's just nothing's going on you there. don't like that so. Bijan mustard color you know, like that no, spicy I honestly, mustard color i honestly think it looks fine it's just like that's not like doing a number for me you know right. yeah they went very plain i think yeah. it's like a very boring kid to me i appreciate them using a color that's sort of like why <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that they were like why would we why would anyone do that and it's like yeah. well i don't know we could you know when you look right. at a, a jersey and your first thought is what uh, that's the vibe. <laughs> uh so i don't hate it but yeah it's just boring sorry beehive. No, you're that's my last. the real salt lake beehive state kit are they the beehive oh, state does it have oh it has little like honeycombs in it i see it now i didn't see that initially they're not actually the beehive state it's just they are that, it's just that mormons lo- love saying mind your beeswax so that's mm. how they became yes. it. few people know the real reason utah is called the beehive state it's uh, because they say mind your beeswax the I great state of you. utah AKA don't you dare look it up this is my the beehive state canon. they say don't that, you like, dare look it up they say that like this. everyone knows that they're called the yeah, beehive exactly. state which is like this is the first time this I'm is exactly as it's, popular as it's a little more complicated state. it says the beehive is a symbol used by several religions and has particular roots in the state's dominant religion the church of jesus christ yes. of latter-day saints oh it's a mormon kit <laughs> oh i was on the money baby i knew it was the mormons it's always the mormons in utah you know after the pioneers entered the salt lake valley in the late 1840s brigham young president of the church at the time wanted to name the new territory desert that's a guy that MLS the, wants desert. to you know MLS amount, wants to get in on that brigham young the odds <laughs> i would have given you before this podcast against brigham young being mentioned on this podcast <laughs> 150 to one easily 150 he's, to one again these also symbolize hard work industry and community they must work together to thrive and that's exactly what the pioneers did when that's they were exactly, entering the salt lake valley that's exactly what real salt lake is they're a grit and grind team i've heard, yeah i've heard them talk about it so makes it a lot of sense oh he wanted to name this territory deseret that word means honeybee in the book of mormon oh in in the, the book, book of mormon, mormon made their own language up. in the book of mormon that's what that word means oh, in what language so in the book wasn't the it language in the book wasn't it written in english anymore. I can't do this <laughs> I, I'm done the podcast, the, podcast, done. I'm out. the podcast is over I'm out uh San Jose San Jose earthquakes or just the they're just the quakes now right they're not the earthquakes or yeah they... I mean we can call them the earthquakes though oh right? they are the earthquakes never mind I'm kidding uh the quakes were uh last in the western conference last year uh but they have a new manager and tell us more Justin 
Yeah, I think it's team that's gotten better. I think they were so bad last year that a improvement on being that bad is still like you're still kind of at the bottom, but like things are linking up for them. What percentage of their badness would you say had to do with the departure of Chris Wondolowski? <laughs> uh, I mean, last year's they Chris were never that bad before he was retiring. Yeah, you know but saying? he so, got old though. Like once you but, lose your world class right, striker ability, right? That's what I'm saying. He's the he's the reason. yeah. Did you, like, did they have a hold succession on, hold on, plan? Hold on one moment. Hold on one moment. <laughs> did you just call Chris Wondolowski a quote? world-class striker a league best striker okay (laughs) fair enough i can't can't argue with that that's right i can't argue with that as sad as it makes exactly i'm sorry steven i'm sorry to do that to you um but yeah i think like i like matias almeida but he obviously kind of reached his end with that team so you bring in a new coach new fresh lick um i think they did fine this offseason i think a lot of their next step is built by kate cowell kind of taking that next step too we saw that in the u.s game last month this is like seems like a guy ready to you know go from pretty good prospect to actually full-fledged star so that's kind of where their next step comes in mm-hmm. i agree uh the jerseys to me i like uh, but this is probably the one where it's the biggest travesty that it doesn't mm. carry over to the back. Mm-hmm. It just yes. looks awful. It's Talk just black it. on the back. Even if you put it like in the numbers, couldn't you make the numbers that color and yeah. pattern or something? Like anything. I like that pattern so much too. It's just such a travesty. Yeah. I like the colors. That's clean. Yeah. It looks, it looks like an earthquake. If an earthquake was shapes, that would be what That's shape fair. an earthquake was. So okay, beautiful, one, like the city of San Jose. Ian's got more beehive thoughts. <laughs> oh, no, 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 one minute. What? So many, so many. You know, uh, spokes of this wheel or whatever of a podcast. Um, real quick, totally different sport, uh, hockey. But Ottawa trade traded Zaitsev to Chicago and a bunch of picks for future considerations. So they just made room for a human being on their cool. blue line so let's, let's fucking go, go. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Woo, more on that, that later tonight in the two guys one cup podcast <laughs> that's a as that's we, what we call foreshadowing yeah, that's, a, that's a plug <laughs> let's go baby oh God, this is I where like my, my square moves into a small square in the corner and then you guys yeah. come up and then uh-huh. <laughs> put your cat let's on just, let's just kick him out now we're doing <laughs> hockey now baby <laughs> Uh, speaking of teams that aren't doing the same thing that they used to be doing and aren't as good as they used to be, it's the Seattle Sounders. Wow. Uh, <laughs> am I wrong? Am I wrong? They're not Whoa. as good as they used to be. That's just bold. Hold That's on. Ian, bold don't, don't you, I know what you just saw. I need you to hold on. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I I will, do not click on that page. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, they were 11th in the West last year. They um, obviously that's a huge underperformance for them and they expect to be better. Will Bruin left though to Smet Jesuit high school legend. Will mm, Bruin. So obviously they're terrible. Hard. Yeah. That's going to be hard for them. No redemption. Exactly. Pull back from, but um, obviously they will be better than 11th thoughts on how much better range from like sixth to first uh, among the MLS yeah. major league soccer, soccer.com uh, experts here. But um yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. What what do you think went wrong for Seattle and what's going to be better this year? Yeah, and I think, like, a lot of it can be written off, too. Like, there's a 
a real noticeable dip after the CONCACAF Champions League. So like, I think a lot of it was their kind of lack of depth and, you know, it's MLS salary cap wise, structure wise, you can only do so much. And we see that every year that teams get hurt if they have deep runs in the Champions League and Seattle did, mm-hmm. and they're not the same afterwards. But the fact that they weren't able to ever kind of right the ship as the season went on is a bit concerning. Like they had a real bad second half of the season. So like, I think they'll be better, but I'm not as high on them as I maybe would be in other circumstances. Like I'm putting a lot into that poor run last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that won't be great, Um, but we'll see. I think they'll be fine, but not amazing. Um, Now, Ian, you're released to talk about this Jersey. Go ahead and do it. this is this is spicy this is a spicy jersey i did not realize that it was the bruce lee oh yes i swear out of the corner of my eye when i clicked on it i saw the b and then i saw two e's and i said is this also a b related (laughs) (laughs) what are we doing (laughs) i'm like about to lose my mormons are just taking over the league i am this is cool this is great except for the fact that the freaking back is black I am super torn on this jersey because on the surface it's fine, it slaps, it's cool. It's not a fucking Seattle jersey. Though. That's true. That's, That's true. true. Seattle has the most iconic colors in sports, and then but they're just as like red and yellow. An, as an alternate, though, if you look at this as like Yeah, I mean it's fine. Right. I I get it. But it's like I also I I didn't until just this moment associate Bruce Lee with Seattle in any way. I mean, maybe they do, but he's from there apparently, but like I associate Dwight Schrute with Seattle more than Bruce Lee. So maybe next year it's a Dwight Schrute Rain Rain Wilson jersey, you know, who knows? Uh, But yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. Maybe as a third, if you want to make that argument that I'm fine with it, Ian's getting talked to right now, talked down to, I would assume, um, because he was, (laughs) he's looking up at the person. Someone heard his Um, takes. So that's enough Mormon talk. That's right. That's right. but yeah, I mean, I think it looks cool. I just, uh, Seattle's colors are so iconic that I feel a little weird about a red and yellow jersey. That's fair. Um, I can get behind that sentiment. But it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Okay, it's cool. Uh, Justin, why don't you talk to us about the MOS team you are geographically closest mm. to, Sporting Kansas City. Wait, a word real quick before you do that. How do we oh, feel right. about the fact that alphabetically, they covered on the uh, Total Soccer Show podcast, they covered St. Louis after Seattle and not immediately after Seattle. Oh, like as an S-A-I-N-T? Because it's, S-T, it's no. S-T Lewis, which I hate. I hate it. No. Thank you. That's yeah. all I wanted. I wanted no. confirmation. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> we should be before NHL. San Jose. Right. If that right. was the case. Right. Right. Yeah. Because it's I don't not, like but that. I don't like you that. don't spell the city stuff Lewis. It's not <laughs> saying it's short for something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. do they do NYCFC? Is it if there was like a in new an actual new Salem team or whatever? Would that be after him? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Steven's got the, issues or airing our grievances. Move here. on Sorry, to the sporting the festivus of the MLS season. <laughs> move on to the sporting KC Wizards, please. Yeah. Um, so SKC, they had a bad year last year, but that was a lot of the success the year before was driven by Alan Polito. Alan Polito was injured in the preseason last year. He'll be back. He's fit and looks good from everything 
I've seen. They bring in Tim Leopold, who uh, plays for or played, I guess, for Hamburg in the set two Bundesliga. Um, once upon a time, in one of my FIFA saves, uh, Hamburg won the Bundesliga, and he was on it. So, like, take that with a grain of salt, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but they're kind of like ride or die by Ampolito. They have an iffy backline. They don't have a lot of depth at center back. But like offensively, they should be good. Like assuming that that all plays out, and like Agata turned into a pretty good player last year. But like again, it all depends on like depth wise. They're not incredibly deep, so like if injuries hinder them again, they could have another bad season. But if they're back to what they were the previous season with Alan Polito, then they'll be good. Oh, could like be it. problematic, but probably good is where I put them. They're in that range. That is what most people rank them as to fifth, third, sixth, mm. um, in that you know definite playoff contention range. Uh, I would like to see them good again. I would like to have a rivalry rivalry with them. Um, and uh, you know, can't have that when they're bad. Uh, their jerseys are extremely mid to me. I mean, they're fine, but they're just basic. Yeah, and it's the same, same as always. Mm-hmm. I like baby blue, but yeah, it's kind of or sky blue. Fine. Also, what what were the jersey? What were these graphic creators thinking? Putting these all on the same color background that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Vancouver Whitecats are a team and let's move on no <laughs> uh they finished ninth in the west last year which would put them i believe in the playoffs this season but didn't last season uh there's a lot of similar kind of rankings for them this season mm. as well what's your vibe on the white caps let's go to let's go to just or ian first ian what's your overall vibe on vancouver white i check um terrible I, I can't say I can't say I really like too many teams that don't just go with like the city united thing, whatever the name of the city. Like Whitecaps mm-hmm. feels very 90s, which I guess is kind of cool for it's some. From teams. the 70s though. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Even so. worse. <laughs> Doubling down. Uh it's I don't know. I honestly forget that this team exists. Like I know Toronto has a team and Montreal has a team, and I'm like, oh, there's one way out. I think I get them confused with the NBA Grizzlies that were in Vancouver for a while and then left. And so I just assume they don't have anything but the Vancouver Canucks. This is the team I'm going to go see uh, City play this year, and I'm glad to know that they are not good. So maybe I'll see a win. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're an interesting team. I think they have like some players like Julian Gressel, if they use him right, could be effective. Like Gold, if they, again, if they use him right, could be effective. But yeah, I'm not sold on this team i would have them in like that 11 12 13th range not worse than minnesota but there is how i think of them and um to me their their jerseys are as bad as it gets yeah they're they're rough that's like um this looks like the chicago fire jersey from a couple years ago honestly it's like (laughs) <laughs> take those logos out and this is like something my mom would have bought for me to wear from like old navy in like 2004 and be like a polo i'm like don't you like that fat ass stripe in the middle i'm like no I'm like well <laughs> you don't have any money so you're wearing less well, uh well i do so it gives me a lot <laughs> of memories of oh hold on let me 
Gotta bring up the just, chat. Just in this downloading memories. <laughs> it's like um I don't know, yeah, it just feels recycled. Okay. Recycles the word you're going with. Recycled, yeah. really. Recycled. Like this is like the same kit, just in white blue instead of red and white. Yeah, that's the same. You're right. Uh that's uh that's all the teams other than St. Louis City. SC, which we've talked about at length, um, they're going to struggle to compete. Obviously, the top teams in this conference are way above St. Louis City. The middle teams in this conference, most people are, would argue, are significantly above City. Um, it's all about just not embarrassing yourselves this season. And I'm good. I think we can do it. I believe. Yeah, and Bradley I think they'll Carnell. have like a strong, cohesive identity. Like if you look at that starting eleven, so Berkey. If you look at the starting 11 of the last preseason game, which I think tells you a lot of what's going to happen on opening day, Berkey, mm-hmm. of course, at goalkeeper, Dewitsky and Nelson at fullback, Parker and Hebert at center back, Blum, who I think is going to be real good as a center D, um, Lewin right there next to him. It's a nice little two-person pair. They did have some trouble controlling things, so that's something to pay attention, especially yeah. since they've been wanting to use Indiana Vasilev and Perez in those spots as well. Your um, German pronunciation on Levin was just awful, by the thank way. You. Just thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> don't don't send this to your coworkers, please. Mm, I will immediately. <laughs> I will listen to Levin. Listen to this braying mule butcher your language. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think they'll I'm... be fine. They're going to be like they'll lose some games. Everyone has to be prepared for that. The, but the one thing Total Soccer Show did give us was name vibes on Klaus and Indiana Vasilev. Name vibes. They have uh, a strong cohesive identity. Blom. Blom. Roman Berkey's a dope name too. Yeah. I mean, all these names rock. Dope names. Uh, good vibes. The team feels good. Like that's that can take you far. Let's... We only have two of our three potential DPs, and we've all all heard about Lutz, mm-hmm. Lutz's comments on DPs. Um, but I do think the possibility of a big DP signing over the summer does uh, linger out there. I don't want to say a name. I'm just so I'm just going to pick one out of a hat, like Lionel Messi. Like you could <laughs> like theoretically. Say for <laughs> it is a uh, possibility. It is. You can't deny that it is yeah, possible things, in the strictest sense. You know, of the things fall out with Miami. He still wants That's to come right. down the last. We got the That's space right. for you. Lion. Basically, the same climate as well. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. Sticky and, and equally. <laughs> Equally as many uh, big name like, celebrities associated. Everyone always <laughs> says St. Louis is basically Paris, and that's, that's right. what you need to learn. And Caroline Kendall Etz will probably give him part ownership, you know? Yeah. So and you gotta, you gotta. That's um, right. Yeah, I think my big questions that we've talked about is also like, is Jao Klaus going to get enough service? I think that's the prevailing question. And that's probably what ends up being addressed in the office or in the summer window. But I don't know. It remains to be, there's so much, so much unknown with like what actually happens. Cause they started out in the preseason, like looking like they were going to be cohesive and run through everyone. And then you start running into good teams, like actually playing their starting rosters and they were competitive, but they were, losing those games by one goal. So I think that's probably a lot of what you look at this year. 
losing yeah. close games by one goal to teams that you're like, okay, I guess it's okay that we lost. Yeah. Um, before we go deep into our preview, we do need to look at the uh, Eastern Conference kits because that's more important. Mm. So let's talk about uh, Atlanta United. It's very basic, very typical. Atlanta United still looks clean, I would say. Six out of ten. Six out of ten for safety. I, but I like when, like, sort of like Kansas City as well, when a team has like an identity like that and they just yeah. keep it going. Like, I yeah, don't it's hate classic it. Atlanta. And it looks good. Uh, I agree with that. I hate to say this, but Charlotte is an 11 out of 10. This is okay, a perfect jersey. I love it. I do like that purple. That's so I, that's I, very Pop Tarts vibes. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah like that's the, the embossed crowns. Also, it's going to look normal with a with a purple back. So, I think it's a win all over the field on that one. That is good. Um, I hate to get uh, props, but that is a good kit. Chicago, on the other hand, uh, you, you're doing too much. You got to do less. It's <laughs> also they left a blank spot for like an yeah. impending sponsor that they don't have. Yeah. So it's just like this blank spot in the middle of the kit. <laughs> they should have just written Chicago. That's yeah, that's so embarrassing. Yikes. And also, like, what are you doing, Chicago? Not having a kit sponsor before the start of the season. That's it's not true. like you're you're like the third largest media market in the country. What are we doing that's here? True. They couldn't find anyone that wanted <laughs> free pub. I mean it's not free pub. No free, free pub. pub. But uh FC Cincinnati, there's a, a splotch. Looks like someone peed all over. Sure. Or worse. I've never <laughs> liked any of these Sensi kits. This is like maybe one of the more least offensive Powerful. ones, considering one the one. Them, you remember the one? one the I forget if it was last year or two years ago where they had like the line down the center and it was black and then like a different color blue from the blue that mm-hmm. they use. Uh-huh. Um, this is better than that, but yeah, it's still yeah. not great. Uh, Columbus is very clean, very simple. Mm-hmm. Columbus, I think it's it good. looks good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'll give it a seven out of 10. Our, uh, Boys over at Bryant and me said it's fine, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, uh, the DC cherry blossom kit, a nine out of ten. It's not quite as clean as the um, Washington Nationals cherry blossom setup, but it's very good. This is it. good. Yeah, I I like this a lot. If I were to buy a kit, it'd be DC United. It'd That's be this one. I get yeah. that. That's fair. Uh, we already talked about Houston. We already talked about SKC. We already talked about LA and LA. Let's talk about Inter Miami. First in overpaying and illegally acquiring designated players. <laughs> First uh, in uh, banning the athletic from their media day. And, uh, right. and well, what are you going to do on media day? You don't want the media around. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what a great what a great statement that is. By the way, uh, this kid is uninspired. It's fine. Yeah. It's not. It's just yeah, it's like, even the pink isn't all that pink. So yeah, like that's like the biggest sin of Miami of all the sins that they made is that they haven't gone like fluorescent neon pink in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's an absolute loss. Nashville's Johnny Cash kit's very cool. Um, all I mean, I get their man in black kits. I get it. They're almost still a little too simple, but I still mm-hmm. like it. I like it for the fact that's a Johnny Cash kit. Like yeah, that. I mean, that Johnny yeah. Cash is a baller. So. Um, you skipped. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say you skipped Montreal, but they haven't released it. So <laughs> <laughs> Montreal skipped Montreal. <laughs> New England. Uh, I kind of like this one. It's it's got like a weird color burst pattern, but it kind of works for me. I don't know. How do you guys mm-hmm. feel? 
the sash. I like a good sash, and then it's not like a yeah. traditional where it, it has like. I fade. don't like it anytime that the logo is like a bar that like interrupts the pattern like mm. this one. But um, the rest of it, I like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the bad. bar is a little jarring. New York Red Bulls, very nice. Going with that somewhere kind of. Um, dusty smoky vibe as the lafc one but with the dusty smoke being blue and i like it i think it all looks good yeah it's good the I colors definitely love, work better i love red bull's logos because the logo is actually a logo and not just words so that always makes things look a little better right. look at this new york city sc mosaic tile this is hot absolute beauty i think I think they might have done a little too much in the shoulders. That might be like a little too different. And of course, I'm going to hate that on the back, it's just going to be nothing. But uh, overall, I like the torch that they have as their like Liberty torch. Very yeah, nice. That's good. Yeah, that works for me. That one works for me a lot. Um, Orlando FC always killing it. Always beautiful. Purple, baby. Yeah, and uh, what I found out, some insider info from being down in Orlando, uh, the wall is what they call their supporter section. So that's the the inspiration there. Is there another brick in it, perhaps? I would assume, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Thank you. I needed needed that validation. All right, so let's move on to the absolute best of the crop here. Wow, okay. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Philly does not disappoint when it comes to these kids. (laughs) exactly also um, like the crest being a snake and not their typical union crest is that's mm-hmm. good for me as well yeah i agree with that um justin are you coming to orlando in august to cover the st louis city i don't know game? i don't know if i need i don't know if i can commit to that on the podcast i would like you to commit <laughs> <laughs> he wants a recording where can you imagine where would you rather be in august than a hot ass orlando thanks Orlando, if I could have a moment to rant about Orlando here for a moment, uh, didn't didn't the, love it. The didn't love it as a, Orlando, as, didn't love in? it as a city, uh, just in general. <laughs> yeah, tell us more. Why do you hate Orlando? Just like, is it because so, it's nine tenths theme park? Yeah, and it's so like samey. Everything else, like wide ass streets. Yeah, uh, people driving like wide. maniacs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, agreed um all right well that's fair uh let's um oh sorry i'm not done with the jerseys yeah philly philly union classic fantastic as always portland absolute slay um and uh we've got st louis we haven't talked yet about the oh, yeah. new away talk about our away kits that are also um, freaking phenomenal I think you're a little higher on them than I am. They're like fine. I like them from a wearing around standpoint. Like yeah, they're they're simple. I I, they're clean. They don't. I've heard some people say they're awful. I don't get that at all. I don't. They're like inoffensive. It doesn't do enough to be awful. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I am still disappointed by the lack of a Purina Czech Croatia kit, but hopefully that comes with time. Oh, yeah, I we think got, they went, Steven, they have plenty I, of time to spend your money. <laughs> and people also, the Total Soccer Show people were also hating on the homes, which I think is insane. What? I don't I don't love the half and half as much anymore, but um, it's still, I mean, it's still clean. The colors yeah. are nice. But, I like them. I would like it if they didn't wear red shorts with them, like if they went with a 
like Nate, like if they want with that yeah. blue color for the shorts. I think uh, I'd like them more, but yeah, agreed. Um, Toronto's very clean, very classic Toronto, nothing bad about them. They're fine. Nothing like mind blowing about them either, but I think they look good. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, we already covered Vancouver. So that's the list. Canada's teams are both last alphabetically, except for Montreal, because they don't have a team or they don't have a jersey, at least. They don't have a jersey. Um, might as well not have a team, if you ask me. <laughs> Sorry, disband. <laughs> I mean, like, Montreal in general, it's not going great up there. If I can, uh, so, might as well. Just break it down and rebuild. Tear it all down, start a new team. But yeah, folks, we are uh, a couple days away. That's right. The game is on Saturday. Uh, Justin, take us through your preview. What are you expecting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I think they'll come out hot with the emotion of the moment, and they're such a heavy pressing team, a hard pressing team, and so like definitely be ready for that. Um, a lot of the kind of talk in preseason are that how they just don't really tire. They come at you at waves, and I think that's the goal. Uh, Berkey called his teammates, quote, a bunch of animals in the uh, Apple TV MLS room, so I thought that was cool. Uh, it really just tells, like, that pack mentality, which they're going to have to have because, as we've talked before, they're not the most talented of teams. They're not uh, them good, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think they'll... Like, I'm not sure, you know, probably come away from Austin. I think that's a game that Austin probably win in their home opener unless they're just not ready for the intensity, which it's been broadcasted. So I would think that they'd be ready for it. But and I'm looking forward to the home opener. So I guess the goal is to not embarrass yourself against the team that finished second in the West last year and then bring it home. So, yeah, lose by one goal. Score score a goal and win, lose by only a goal or, you know, tie it up. Obviously win, but that, that might be a little hard. We'll see. Um, I don't know. It's just fun that, like you said, that they're a team that's going to press. Like, even if they don't end up being overly great this season, like, that's at least, like, an exciting way to play. And for, like, a, a city that's grabbing onto a new team and everything, they can, like, enjoy that style of play rather than sitting on their heels the whole game like and being if like, there's play defense anything game. that st louis loves it's hustle and that's right uh, <laughs> grit determination so yeah it'll be good i am i am very excited to actually have something to analyze also mm-hmm. and just not mm-hmm. talk about hypotheticals anymore who's our I whipping boy gonna be throw throw a dart at the board who's the whipping we need to plan to do a reaction podcast after the game on Saturday or Done. probably on Sunday. One of right. at least two of us, but hopefully all three of us can do it. Um Al City SC rising up. Mm-hmm. If if you guys don't focus fo- yeah, shout follow Al City SC on uh, Twitter, you should immediately so shout out to you the best Twitter account on the app right now, if you ask me. Right. Well, I mean, ours is the best. Right, right, right. <laughs> the best, but still. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited for uh, Vice Captain Tim Parker and um, Captain Roman Berkey to take the field, to lead the team onto the field. I really, I'm like so excited. Um, we've been waiting for this for so long and it's finally time. So everybody enjoy it. I'm, I don't know what else to say. It's time. Let's go time. We sign, need a we need, we need a game time uh, motto, but I don't have one, so I'm just gonna say it's a work in progress. Yeah, owl owl up. 
soccer yeah owl up that's right owl, owl for city let's go <laughs> bear your claws i don't know anyway i'm done Talons, uh, folks, we'll be back hopefully this on that weekend. note stay away from any staircases that's right and increased all sightings in the city exactly. but outside of that uh, close your door to... like <laughs> is that how it got in there the door was open i like how we're saying is that how it got in here like this is an acceptable theory um <laughs> <laughs> that's right she should have closed the door that should have been michael peterson's defense <laughs> i can't I get her to close every door okay you can't how could he expect that um but if the door was open why couldn't he hear her scream that's it doesn't check uh, out there's yeah, holes this, this is spiral folks we've gone off the rails. <laughs> hopefully the st louis city game on saturday will not spiral into a conspiracy theory about kathleen peterson but you can, <laughs> you can probably, never be too probably. sure you can never be too sure uh all right thanks everybody for listening it's finally soccer the next time you hear our voices on this podcast we will have a st louis city sc soccer team to uh cover so uh talons out and have a great night adios see ya